third thing is that I do miss my brilliant colleagues. British civil servants and diplomats don't get a great press, but huge numbers of them are wise, stimulating and actually pretty damn cool. Hi there, this is Lee Turner, also known as Robert Pym. Thanks very much for downloading this edition of Writing Books and Stories. Hello there. I'm going to talk today a little bit about retirement. I wrote a blog about this called Stopping Work, How It Feels, and a couple of people pointed out that I wasn't actually stopping work. I'm going to continue to write my novels. I have some talks lined up, including at Oxford University, very excitingly. And I have a thousand other tasks to which I shall be dedicating myself. So stopping work isn't quite right. But clearly retiring from being a serving ambassador for the last 13 years, more or less, is a huge change in my life. So I thought it would be interesting to write a blog about that which appeared just recently. I'll go through it now. So, the glamorous woman asks me, what do you do? I'm a writer, based in Vienna, I say. Oh. She looks at me blankly and walks off. The leading gallery director standing with me grins. That was a cool reply you gave, not mentioning that you were the British ambassador until a few days ago, she says. But you see the result. No one's really interested in the arts. Retiring to write full-time, after decades as a diplomat and an ambassador, reminds me a bit of when I stopped work to look after the children from 2002 to 2006. If you look at the uh, blog post that goes with this podcast, you can see the links to all these articles. Of course, stopping work to look after the children is an oxymoron as well because looking after the children is a huge amount of work too, although immense fun. The typical British ambassador or diplomat benefits from an assumption of mysterious brilliance based on the nebulous genius of his or her predecessors over the centuries. If you step out of the system, those benevolent assumptions evaporate. It's a bit disconcerting. But who wants to introduce themselves with... I used to be X. Based on the first few days of my post-diplomatic life, I notice a few things. One is that it's good not to be on call 24-7. If you're a head of mission, you're always waiting for the next crisis and you know that should a crisis arise, whether it's tragically a bomb going off somewhere or a plane crash or having to evacuate some British citizens from somewhere, you're going to be the crisis leader. For the last 13-odd years, I've had a little document in my wallet called the First 15 Minutes Crisis Leader Checklist. I've often had to get it out, unfortunately. It's no longer there. On balance, that's a relief. The second thing I've noticed is that, as illustrated by the chilling yet fascinating Alan Clark diaries about which I've blogged. Being retired doesn't necessarily mean you have a lot of extra time spare. It's all about organising what time you do have. A third thing is that I do 
miss my brilliant colleagues. British civil servants and diplomats don't get a great press, but huge numbers of them are wise, stimulating and actually pretty damn cool. So far, many people are inviting me to do interesting things over the coming months. And one of the key factors affecting my life, to some extent, out of my control, is the extent to which those invitations continue. If you'd like to hear what I think about diplomacy, do have a look at my Diplomatic Lessons, which are a series of 12 blogs on my Lee Turner LinkedIn pages. So what am I going to be doing next? I have a series of thrilling tasks looming. My first priority is to complete the editing process for my new Istanbul thriller, Palladium, to be published by the US publisher Immortal Works in May 2022. I recently completed what may or may not be the final proofread, and I shall be talking more about Palladium over the months ahead. A second big writing and editing job is to revise my sci-fi thriller Corona Crime. I've had some great feedback on Corona Crime. A top politician, actually a very top politician here in Austria who's read it, told me he thought it was the best and most entertaining analysis of the unsustainability of capitalism and inequality he'd ever read. But others have told me the title is off-putting after the ghastliness of Covid, which the novel is not about. I'm thinking of retitling it Eternal Life. A third big writing task is my three Angus novels. Angus Fairfax is the worst diplomat you've ever come across, and unfortunately he's married to Rosie Lewis, who is an incredibly high-achieving diplomat. The three Angus novels are set against a background of contemporary British political life, and I've completed the first two, set mainly in London, Cologne, Dresden and Berlin. You'll see a trend there. The third Angus novel is set in Vienna. It's a work in progress, and its working title is The Spear of Destiny. Again, I expect to be talking more about these novels over the next year or two. And a fourth writing job is to keep up this blog and to keep up these podcasts. Please subscribe to my blog. You can go to the blog site and uh, subscribe there. And do subscribe to the podcasts. Am I only going to be writing? Nope. I hope to do some lecturing. As I say, I've got one or two quite serious offers already, which is exciting. And I hope to do a bit of travel. So watch this space. One of the big questions about writing is what I should call myself. I introduced my pseudonym of Robert Pym in 2014, when I needed to separate out more clearly my professional and writing personas. That requirement no longer exists. There are basically four options. The first is to keep Robert Pym as my writing name. problem with that is that a lot of people have never heard of Robert Pym, and rather more people have heard of Lee Turner. 
A second option is to keep Robert Pym as my writing name for existing books, but to publish new books under Lee Turner, or perhaps R. Lee Turner, to distinguish myself from the other Lee Turner, who seems to have published an erotic book on Amazon. A third option is to use Robert Pym for thrillers and the hotel stories, which have already come out, but to use Lee Turner or R. Lee Turner for the Angus novels. Or, option four, I could change everything to Lee Turner or perhaps R. Lee Turner. I'd welcome your thoughts. Incidentally, if you're interested in reading any of the books I've published so far, do have a look on Amazon under Robert Pym. There's even a Robert Pym author page for the US, UK and Austria and Germany sites with a list of all my novels. And a final request, if you've listened this far, if you've ever read any of my books, I'd really be keen for any reviews you fancy writing. Five or ten words is quite enough, and reviews make a huge difference to authors on Amazon. I'll wind up there with these musings about retirement. Do be in touch, let me know what you're up to, and if you'd like to hear any more about any specific subjects on these podcasts or on my blogs, please let me know. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Writing Books and Stories. If you like this kind of thing, do subscribe and that'll encourage me to make more. If you want to hear all about my writing, there's a whole universe of stuff at robertpim.com or rleeturner.com. Do have a look. And thanks again for listening.